back once again. Happy Thursday to all of my awesome intellectual minions out there. Of course, it's Quita, a.k.a. Belasian Quita, and welcome back to another show of the Curvy Metalhead Show, where, of course, I bring you alternative sounds, intellectual opinions, and, most importantly, multicultural opinions. Today's guest, well, I shouldn't say solo guest. We have multiple guests. We have La Kenta from Badass Beauty, as well as her awesome guitarist, Anthony, on. So I'm really excited and pumped. Also, I give a special shout out to Justin from Artist Reach for this amazing interview. But further ado, let's get into, because <laughs> I had to hesitate, right? You know, that was the remix right there. Uh, <laughs> but let's get into some Riot Talk, shall we? So, I finally, with God above being wonderful as he is, has given me this awesome desk. So also special shout outs to Staples because Staples knows how to give good customer service. Like I ended up being really stupid and I totally, I I screwed on the desk, um, corner desk because this is an L-shaped desk that I'm recording on in my office, which is great. And I ended up putting a hole (laughs) through it because the screw was, there was not enough screws to prov- that was provided for the desk itself. So what ended up happening was I, you know, it became a ghetto desk. And I was like, oh, no. So I called Staples up. They were nice enough. They came the next day. Okay, that is good customer service. They gave me my replacement parts and screws and everything like that. And now I have this brand spanking new desk. This is a awesome desk. It's from a company that's called Ashcroft, and it's a pretty much basic L-shaped desk. Uh, I've been kind of, like for many of you that have been following me, of course, you can check uh, me on Twitter at twitter.com slash curvymetal. Many of you know my journey to having my awesome lady gaming cave, because you know what? Gaming, PC gaming especially, is not only for men. Like women, girls can do it too. And I encourage every single woman and girl out there, if you have nerd or geekery type interests, do not be ashamed of that. Keep going, keep pressing, and, and just do it right. And of course, you can call in to check out not only my wonderful guests, but if you have anything on your mind, you know I'm here for you. Area code 713-955-0571. So this desk overall was a pain in the butt because it, it uses these type of screws that are called Allen screws. And you have to have an Allen wrench, no duh, right, to install, to assemble this. So I'm thinking this is like one, two, three pieces, done. No, my dad actually had to help me with this, and it took like an hour. But I'm really glad I stuck with it because at first it wasn't fitting my space, and then I had to take out my futon and my futon. Let me tell you, if you have a futon, make sure at least once in a while, take your futon out and clean because I had dust up to like my knee. It was disgusting, and I'm always like... I'm really trying to change my cleaning habits. I'm really trying to make sure I have a very debonair, very intellectual lady room, you know. Okay, of course, I sound like I'm in a Jane Austen film. <laughs> but I won't lie, Mr. Darcy was pretty hot in that current reenactment of of Pride and Prejudice, not going to lie. But I'm really glad to have this desk. It, the functionality is great. Now my show is really starting to kick off into high gear tonight at 8 o'clock. Stay tuned. I have a Google... A hangout 
for doing Right Girl My Story, where, of course, I do a makeup look and I just give you some tidbits and funny stories about my life. Because eventually, before I die, I have to write a book about my life and write a book about, you know, being a part of the online media industry because it's not as cute and glamorous as you think. The entertainment business is not a glamorous business. Sometimes you got to deal with people who are not always the best, you know, for especially, you know, when you're trying to to grow and develop as a reporter. Um, sometimes you'll just deal with people. I've dealt with some jerk offs. I've dealt with some really nice professional people. But I've always been blessed to really have awesome, nice guests come on that actually have a story to tell. And actually, you know, they they, they have a, a root foundation. They stand for what they believe in, especially Today, we're kicking off Women Who Rock with Badass Beauty because we need more women of color out here, and and especially we need men to support us. I don't care, regardless of religious, you know, religious, uh, of racial affiliation and religion, you know, as well. We all need to learn how to work together because that shooting, I tell you, in Charleston, it really shook me up, and it really got me thinking more about how we really need to treat each other. And I'm really working hard and doing my best to get along with my people. But I think sometimes when I get ignorant comments, and, and it happens on YouTube and things like that, but when I get in, ignorant comments and when it comes from my people, it really it's like you're taking a knife to my chest because I'm really trying to make things better for us by being intellectual and progressive. I am who I am. And I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm holier than thou, but I'm not. And here's the funny thing. When you're intellectual, too, people think you're holier than thou. Nothing wrong with that. So to my people of color and anybody who listens to this show, regardless of racial and religious and sexual orientation, be yourself. And if you're an intellectual person, keep doing that. Keep going to school. Get your doctorate. America, you know, is a country where we need to do better as people of color and we need to I keep seeing more and more ratchet stuff coming up that black people keep doing and it's really counteracting, you know, the whole black lives matter. At the end of the day, all lives matter, but if we're really going to talk about the black community overall, then we really need to do better. And that's why I'm in school, that's why, you know, I work hard and I try to make this show the best possible. And today, I could not believe June 25th is six years since Michael Jackson did pass away. And I just wanted to briefly just have a brief time and in a moment to talk about him because he was really I have this list of people that I always dreamed of interviewing and Michael Jackson was one of them. I think he was a person who gave his all and regardless if the media, you know, did not always put him in the best light, Michael was always a person to me who always did everything for his fans, and that's why his fans stood by him even till the very end. I mean, look, it's been six years. It feels like yesterday, and anytime I, I talk about him, you know, tears, like, come out of my eyes because he was such a genuine person. And you, and the thing I'm learning, too, as, as I go along my journey in this, this entertainment business, if you want to call it that, is that there are a lot of mean and selfish people out there. And, you know, the funny thing is I never, from the research that I've done about MJ, have heard anything really negative about him. He always gave his all. He always was nice to people, even when they were not nice to him. He, heck, he was even nice to the media when the media was not nice to him. And all this man wanted was 
to you know feel a sense of belonging to feel included and you know I can relate to Michael because sometimes that's how I feel my life is people hate on me for no reason and this is not a woe is me but I understand where Michael is coming from or where you know when he was coming from was because it's hard to be successful it's hard to have a talent that you've been blessed with and then people want to hate on you because you're trying to make a difference and I don't blame him. I mean, way back when, you know, we all remember that song called Leave Me Alone, you know, where he was kind of talking about that. And, you know, I mean, Michael is a very eccentric person and there's nothing wrong with that. I really I really want people today to reflect on Michael, you know, and especially his career as someone who changed the game. OK, he was one of the very few African-Americans besides Whitney Houston, you know, to be featured on MTV and to be taken seriously. He was one of the very few African-Americans out there on a more major commercial scale that combined things like he, you know, he he combined you know guitar rock you know all all these things that people don't remember him people want to remember him for the scandals and and all that the women he was married to but there's more to MJ than that so in honor of his death i want to just take just a brief moment of silence in his memory so michael rest in peace i know you're out there watching us you know and and I am just so grateful that I was blessed to even have this music in my home. And I will forever be an MJ fan. So in honor of his passing, here is a really interesting remake. Shout outs to Ren Phillips for this. And here is one of my personal favorite songs uh, from his 1991 album, Dangerous. Here is Remember the Time. <laughs> Thank you. 
course, that was the late and great Michael Jackson with, this is a very interesting remix. Of course, shout out to Ren Phillips for that. And of course, that was Remember the Time. If you have a chance, please listen to Dangerous. Um, It's probably one of my favorite albums coming out of the New Jack Swing era, besides Guy. I mean, come on. You got to like some Guy and some Aaron Hall. You know what I mean? Okay, so we have a caller. Hello, caller. Hi, it's LaQuinta Badass Beauty. Hey, what's up, girl? Hey. But hey, it's all good. (laughs) Wait, 6.15 my time? Yeah, see, time zones are so confusing. But hey, I'm glad you came on. I'm I'm excited. Uh, I've been wanting to talk to you. Wait, are you effing kidding me right now? I'm in the wrong time zone? Yeah, you are. (laughs) Holy shit! (laughs) Well, okay. So, this is what we can do. We can just roll with it now, or I'll call back in an hour. It's all good. Hey, no, we can do it now, man. Hey, I'm glad you called, because, see, sometimes I get a little confused, because I tell you, this format that I have sometimes... It's like people will just call, and I'm like, oh, okay. So I saw 201, and I was like, oh, I thought it was a guest. No, I am glad to have you on because it's so rare for me because I've had Lena Dawes on. I've had Militia Vox on, you know, and I, I always enjoy having my people rocking. I, I love Oh, that. that's awesome. We've covered hip-hop. We've covered, you know, R&B, soul, all of that, and that's fine. But I just like people who are able to take that to another level, and I feel like that's what your band does. That I personally feel that's what you do. You know what? We take it to a whole nother level. We take it even to a different time zone. That's just how we roll. <laughs> <laughs> that's just how we rock like that. We're on a whole nother time zone. I love it. I love it. I love it. Absolutely. But what like what compels you to, to start, you know, in music? Because music is... Uh, besides it being a business, the the competition out there is, is ridiculous. So how how did you start? Like how did you say, okay, this is what I want to pursue and and I want to do? Oh, I've been in the game forever, forever. It's real in these streets, and you are so right. It is a competition. It is. It's it's about. You know, I, you know, I hate to go there too, but it's not what you know; it's who you know, who you doing, and the whole nine yards. And yeah, I went there because again, it's 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 real. But if it's just something that you are blessed with and something that is in you, you can't stop. And I have always rock has always been in my gut, but I've always been, need I say, a little bit, I don't know, just on, you know, a little bit apprehensive to pursue it because it's like, well, wait a minute, because every time I'd be like ooh, I want to, like, do some rock stuff. Everybody would come at me like, oh, great, yeah, Tina Turner, that's terrific. And and don't get me wrong, Tina is the queen. You can't take anything from Tina. But I'm like, I like that hard edge. I like that balls-to-the-wall, obnoxious, just out there, just let it all hang out. Like, that's what I was going for. But I never had the opportunity to kind of step into a project like this. And then a few years ago, the opportunity arose, and we just ran with it, and we launched this thing about six months ago, and it's, it's I, I can't, God is amazing. I can't say enough just how happy I am, how free I feel, how, how wonderful everything is working out, and, and it's one of these things where it's either going to be like really, 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 really fabulous, 
or it's going to be really, really, really like, you know, people are going to be like, what the hell is this? And so far we're getting the other end of the spectrum, like, wow, this is really, 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 really great. So we're just running with it. We're just seeing what we can do. Yeah, because that's something I've always wondered, and, and I mean, it's something I've dealt with, you know, interpersonally, and I, and I remember a while back me and, and Lana um, were were talking about that, because, like, in her book, she kind of talks about this struggle that, that women of color have um, when pursuing this particular genre, because, I mean, like, with R&B, yeah, you can pass, you know, you just have to look, you know, a certain way, and if you have, you know, good, compelling songs, you know, people will, will gravitate gravitate towards that. But, like, have you encountered some of these challenges, like, industry-wise? Because I know personally I have. You know, many oh, people not, will not, say not things like that. Oh, not some of the time, all the time. Oh, absolutely. No, this is, I'm supposed to be doing R&B. I'm supposed to be doing soul. I'm supposed to be doing gospel because I'm a woman of color, and I have the voice and the balls to back that up. I get it. I get it. I do get it. And not saying that I don't love that type of music. I mean, hell, I've got in my Spotify, you know, playlist, I've got everything from, you know, Broadway to, you know, smooth soul to rock from the 70s to everything. So I listen to everything. I love everything. But just that hardcore rock is just what's always, was always just nagged at my gut. You know, and and as I had said before, every time I would approach either a producer that I was working with or a project that I was working with to say, well, hey, can we try something a little harder edge? Can we do a little something like this? I was the girl, I'd get laughed at. I mean, these folks would literally just laugh at me and be like, no, girl, you're supposed to be doing this. You're supposed to be doing that. And I'm like, well, wait, why do I have to suppose to do anything except be the fabulous, wonderful, wonderful, fabulous person that I am? You know what I mean? And if I'm feeling it, I'm feeling it. You know, so I I have beyond and it, it's beyond an encounter. It was a way of being. You know what I mean? It it just it it was what it was. And I actually had accepted that for a while. I I really did accept it for a while, and got so frustrated where there actually had come a time where I was like, you know what? I'm done. I I I, I can't. My heart's just not in this anymore. I just, I'm just not really doing what I'm feeling. I'm not really doing what I want to do. And then, like I said, it's it's not over until the Lord says it's over because all of a sudden, you know, Anthony came up with this these tracks and we just kind of met, you know, and we hadn't seen each other in a long, long time. And, and we had kind of reconnected on Facebook. And he's like, come out to my shop, All-Star Music Empire. Hey, shout out. You know, let's come out to my shop, let's see what's going on, and just played some tracks for me, and everything just clicked. I just immediately started writing to it, just all the stuff that I've been through, because, girl, I've been through some shit. It's real. It's real. <laughs> it's real. And just everything started coming out, and this thing just, it, it, everything came together, and now here we are. And now the process is now, let's see if people will, quote, get it, end quote. And I think they are. And I think it's it's about time. I mean, like, it's been such a, a journey. Because, like, you know, everyone, of course, they're like, oh, yeah, there's Prince and Jimi Hendrix. And, and, of course, these young fellas out here unlocking the truth and everything. But my concern, and I wondered, like, have you ever had this concern where, okay, there are many of us out here who are doing that, but I don't want to be lumped together. Because a lot of times... When, you know, an example of this is like, you know, when Militia comes out with a record, then they're going to take 
her music and compare it to yours when in all actuality they're two different things, two different journeys. There might be similarities, but I just don't like it when people of color are in general, when women are always put neck and neck when I don't really see guys being compared like that all the time. Absolutely. No, absolutely. And I feel you on that. And that's something I've always said is, you know, color or not, I don't want to be the next anybody. I want to be the first me, and I want to be the best me that I can be. And that's what makes it so difficult because then people like to put the spin on it. Well, okay, well, she thinks she this, or she want to do that, or she can't be, you know, and then always want to put some type of label on what you can or can't do when you're trying to blaze your own trail and when you're trying to just do what's in your heart and just do what makes you you. And it gets, it's it's frustrating beyond frustrating and then you you come up on a stream of of you know and I, I heard you talking about earlier the haters you know <laughs> that are out there <laughs> because then when you do start really trying to blaze your own trail the people that you thought were in your corner are not in your corner you know and the people that you thought had your back and 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 thought that you know they were with you 100 percent are not because then it's also reflection then of you know, well, geez, I should have been trying this then, or I should have been trying to do what I've always wanted to do, but instead I chose to be with the norm. But because someone else is trying to go and, and, and do what they want to do, then sometimes it becomes a problem because when it's a reflection, when you're looking in the mirror at yourself, sometimes it gets a little difficult, you know. So I have to, I mean, I stay prayed up. I stay crazy. I stay, I have a crazy circle around me that that works for me. And I have a little group that just is there for me, that has my back and that supports me and has me. And I, I don't know what I'd do without them because I, I'd, I'd, I'd lose it. I, I really, truly would lose it. But that's how I know that this is the path that I am supposed to be on. This is what we are supposed to be doing. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yeah, and I think it's just refreshing. I mean, you know, that's always been something that's interesting, especially with your group. I mean, your band are, you know, graduates from Berkeley. I mean, this is not, you know, just, oh, yeah, we'll just get together and play. I love the fact that you guys are educated, you know, and and you have that balance of, you know, understanding what's, you know, going on out here. and, And, yeah, and you personally have you know, been through a lot. Like, how was your environment like growing up? Did you grow up, you know, in New York, you know, and, and how, you know, how was that like? Because, I mean, living in the city, I was different because, you know, I'm a suburban girl, so pretty much I'm a sellout. By no, people. me too. Me <laughs> too. No, it was, I, listen, my stay in the city, and I was in Philly, was very, very brief. We moved. My father got a job at East Stroudsburg University in the Poconos. But... The good part about that was is that it was so diverse and it was everything, but I cannot fake the funk with it. Like, you live, you learn, but I'm like, I cannot, I got to get the hell up out of here. This is not for me. Mm, oh, no, 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 you know. So I had, but also, too, like growing up there that I would I would be in New York all the time. I would be in, like, because, just you know, just being fast and hot and doing stuff I had no business doing and, you know what I mean, taking a train in the city and, and being in the clubs when you shouldn't be in the clubs and, you know, <laughs> girl, honey, you know, but you, so you, 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 you see things and it, you, I, I would soak things up like a sponge. And then when I would get back to that environment, 
excitement, you know, of the suburbs and, and the Poconos. And that's when I really would just be like, oh, my God, there is just too much out there that I need to be all up in it. Like, this is like this, uh-uh, no, I, world, here I come. You know, so that's how it started. So, and then I went to school at Berkeley, and then I moved to Chicago for a while. So that's why I was like, ooh, a Chicago girl, Kirby Metal, hey. <laughs> you know, and that was a whole experience in and of itself. And then I moved back to the East Coast, kind of where I belong. I'm an East Coast girl at heart. So I just, I have all these different, you know, places and experiences and, and you know, cultures and, and environments and, and again, and, and music and, and ways of being and, and ways of doing things. And I kind of just, you kind of, you take from everything. You really take from everything and, and you kind of build on that. And that's literally how my growth came because I, I tried so hard for a long time to be like, okay, I'm just not normal so, but everybody tells me I need to be normal, so let me try to be. <laughs> and I tried that for a while, and that shit just didn't work. It just didn't work until I finally got to a point where I was just like, okay, you know what? Take it, love it, leave it. I don't have time for this unless you're paying some bills or unless you're doing some stuff, you know, that needs to be taken care of. I, your opinion, I, I can't. I can't. Like, I, I need to do me. I need to pray. I need, like, the Lord's opinion is the only one that matters to me at this point. You know, I stay prayed up, and those that have my back, I know have my back, and those that don't, I know don't. And we keep it moving. And I think that's really the solution, because I, I often, you know, people will, will ask me, you know, like, oh, you know, like, how, you know, how do you progress? And, you know, that's how I feel personally, is that you have to have, you know, some type of of role model or, or faith to to drive you, you know. And, I mean, with you, that's that's why it was so refreshing. I mean, stylistically, I was like, this girl is on point because I see uh. so many of us out here looking crazy. So what, what would you say <laughs> is your style profile? Because you're always on point. Your makeup is on point. Your hair is on point. Your clothes are on point. And that does not happen. And this, honestly, you know, I have talked to to many people who say that they're stylists, but even the people who style these people don't have it like how you style. So, like, how is how is your style profile? Like, do you just get up in the morning and you're like, just Beyonce fab? Or I woke up like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we wake up. Flawless. You know what? I like to think so, but no, because listen, if you look at me right now, I am busted. I am laying up on this couch, still hungover, because we did a gig last night. You know what I mean? So, and I had to hair the dog it. So it's just it. It is real. But I know what I like. I know how I like to look. I don't sit there and say that, you know, I'm a stylist per se. I just know I love weave. I love makeup. I love crazy clothes. I love acting a fool. You know, I love costume jewelry. I do, and yes, I said it. I love costume jewelry. I'm not about the bling, bling, blinging. I'd rather go take a trip than buy some bling. That's just how I am. That's just how it is. You know, I just, I like, I like big. I like wild. I like you know, out there, I like abrasive because that's me. That's my personality, you know, so that all kind of reflects in it. And don't get it twisted, too, like I love, I love my gay sisters. I love my gay sisters because I, I, yes, I, I love my boys. I love them, love them, love them. So that always helps to have them in your corner, too. So <laughs> all of that combined, that just kind of makes me, it's craziness. 
Oh yeah, and that and that's the thing though, like uh, <laughs> uh, about you know LGBT community. Like if you look a hot mess. They will, they will you let you know. It. They'll be the and first. And will clown like, you and talk about you and post up pictures of you and everything. Yep. So, yes. And I'm like, I cannot. No, we can't do that. No. <laughs> we will not have that. No, no. No. That's, that's why I always ask. Like, I'll ask my I'll ask my gays before before my straight folks, you know. I'll be like, okay, how do I look today? And they'll be like, no, girl, you got to go. <laughs> You and you got back, back this, and let me scoop this up and swap yeah. that to the back, and now there you go. Now you're ready, and push now you out ready. there to the masses. I'm good. I'm good. Exactly. No, I just I love I love what you do. You're probably to me. I just like people that are just themselves because I just feel there's so many folks out here that they you know they feel like okay I gotta look a certain way I gotta be a certain way and and you don't like I just love that sincerity that that you have because like I I thought I was alone in this journey I think many of many people out there feel you know the the same way but let, we gotta talk about your singles here I mean badass beauty I enjoy later on I'm gonna be playing lose my soul and I love the fact that you have remixes as well like how is that process like for doing a remix because like with a regular song of course it's going to you know be pretty pretty standard but like, i know like with remixes you really got to put a lot more effort i think than the original song actually i i i i oh i'm not trying to come off as like this is just what we do i'm not trying to come off like that at all but it just it's organic it just happens and it just flows. We don't put thought into it. We don't put, you know, we don't sit down and say, okay, hey, okay, we must remix this. We must change this. We must make this happen. Like, we'll just sit down, you know, with a bottle of vodka and, <laughs> you know what I mean? And we, I mean, this is just what we do. And then we'll sit there, like, we'll talk shit for a little bit. Then we'll just sit there and get to vibing and other music will be playing. And all of a sudden somebody will have an idea. Then somebody else will add on to that idea. And it just, it, it just flows. It's just natural. And the minute that it stops being like that for me, that's when I'm done. That's when I, that's when I will stop because I, I, the minute I will sit there and try to force anything musically or anything that's, that's coming from my soul, the minute I try to sit there and force that, I just, it's, it's time to stop because, it can't, because now we get back into the process of, okay, well, I have to make this sound like this. I have to try to be like this. I have to try to, you know, well, this one put out this song that sounds like this and it was a hit, so then I need to do this that way. And no, so I will, I refuse. I will, I will not, I refuse. So if it doesn't come straight, if it doesn't come from the soul, if it doesn't just kind of happen, then it's not going to happen. And that's how all of our music, like everything comes about. And it just, it just, it just totally flows. And that's the only word I can, I can come to right now because it's just, it's craziness. It's craziness. And I never thought that the vision that I had for this project, because I said to myself, even while this was happening, like Anthony and I are working on these tracks and I'm like, this is crazy. Like, we're fucking insane. This is never going to work. This doesn't sound like anything. This is not like anything. We're not like anything. I'm like, I'm this black chick that's just all obnoxious and just don't give a damn. You know, <laughs> I got two, you know, I got two broads beside me that are like my, ooh, my altered state bitches, uh, <laughs> my badass and my beauty. You know, and we just wow out. Like, we do these shows and we just don't care. 
care. And then we wake up the next morning like hell. Again, we just did a show last night at Shrine World Music Venue. I couldn't find my underwear. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what, what, what happened? You know what I mean? Like, what? So that's like that's just how we roll, and that's but it's not planned. It's not what we came up with. It just happened, and the next thing you know, we do this show. We turned it out. We blow the roof off, and I wake up, and I'm like badass. I can't find my underwear, but she's gone because she didn't go out to the bar somewhere. Also, like at five o'clock in the morning and I'm just like I don't I I don't it's this is nuts it's nuts (laughs) but it just seems to work I'm sure tours have to be crazy because like that's those are the things that I enjoy like always reading about is you know you like people are like yeah I just woke up and in the middle of of a park and I'm like do you remember how you got to that park they're like no I just (laughs) woke up I you know I went to some concert I don't even know the band and but that spontaneity has to – it keeps things active, I'm sure. Beyond active, it just it, – and, and, again, it loops back into the category is this is how we know that we were all brought here for a reason and this is what needs to be done. Like, there's a message somehow in all this chaos because we are just a group of just – it's just chaotic and madness and we – aggravate the hell out of each other, we fight, we fuss, we cuss hard, we love hard, we play hard, you know, but everybody is just talented in their own right, and I mean, it's it's sickening, but it just, it works, and again, we don't think about it, we don't plan anything, we just don't think about it, we just do, and that's what makes it work, we just do, don't think about it, just be about it, just do. I have to get your opinion on Rachel Dozell, because just just because of, of of just reading about you and and you're you know definitely a type to give an opinion like how do you feel about her because I've just been conflicted with her lately you know being some because like a lot of times people will not give us credit for you know culturally for what we have given that contribution to and then here's Rachel Dozell and now everybody's all interested in Black history like how do you feel about people like that? Right. You know what? And you are so, like, that was perfect how you put it, conflicted. I am very conflicted. Um, I don't follow it, you know, to a T, but I can just get the general consensus of it. And here's my thing, is that, yeah, she lied. And her reasonings are, you know, we don't know what her true motives are. Do we know what anybody's true motives are? No, we don't. But I have to put this spin on it, and people look at me like I'm crazy when I've said this, and now I'm saying this like on a national blog. So I don't know. Email me, y'all. Badassbeauty2012 <laughs> at Gmail. I, I, don't, you know, I don't know what to tell you. You, if any, anybody want to pick and choose what they want to be, what race, color, or creed, she chose a black woman, which is one of the most difficult, roughest, hardest roads you can choose to want to be down. Most people don't wake up and want to be a black woman. I'm just saying how it is. Again, I might get some emails on this, phone calls, what have you. I probably you. will but, as well. I get them anyways. But <laughs> thank you. You know, so, so be prepared. So yeah. all I'm saying is this: this is what she chose to emulate. On one end of the perspective, again, she lied. It was messed up. I get it. But on the other end of the perspective, like, I, it's, 
it's, it's a little bit tiny flattering. Is that messed up? How screwed up is that to say? It's a little bit tiny flattering, like, girl, you chose us. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Not many want to be us. Even those that are us want to go to the other side. So, you know, come on over. She saw what it was like. It worked well for her <laughs> for a while until the bottom dropped out. So I'm just, I'm very conflicted on that. Like, it, it can go either way. It's craziness. Yeah, it's it's just kind of frustrating because like that's that's something that I've kind of uh I've kind of wondered is you know, like for me I, I talk about hip hop and, and I talk about, you know, things that I, I try to be full circle when it comes to our experience because when people think you know, when they think of of, of the minority experience, it, it's mainly just oppression and prejudice yep. and yep. and there's no you know, we live in the city, you know, like there's, and then it's hard in the city. Like there's no other side to the conversation. And that's why I enjoy, you know, what you do is because you bring forth a different, you know, experience. And that, and I personally feel for me, that's why you guys are successful. That's why people are blown. I mean, I've read the reviews, you know, about the band and the music and, and everything. I mean, I just think it's time for us and just women in general to give different opinions because yeah, there is a struggle. Yes, the struggle is still real and that's something that, you know, anybody anybody, you know, will face. But I, I just think it takes a true person to step up and say, Okay, I've been through all this crap but this is what I'm gonna take it and make something positive out of it so that <gasps> Yes. And see, that's the, dif- that's the difference that I'm seeing you now is that it. people are doing that. You know, they're Thank making you. that happen. You know, we're climbing the mountain, and I get it. I love my folks. I know. I get. I get. Y'all don't understand. I'm a black woman. It is real out there. The stuff yes. is real. I get it. I have been through every type of of racism and 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 prejudice and messed up situation that there is to be through. I get it, and it's wrong and it's messed up. You know, that will never change. Well, I don't say that will never change, but I'm saying my experience with that won't change. But just what you're saying now, you get it. Now I'm trying to just come forward and say, okay, you know what? Just with life in general, I ain't beat for no more bullshit. This is what I've been through. This is what I will accept. This is what I won't accept. Take it, leave it, love it, hate it. Don't. I mean, I don't wrap it up, roll it up, smoke it. I don't care. I, I can't. I, I don't. I. I, I can't. I can't. I, I can't. I don't have time for the madness anymore. I just. I don't. I just don't. And that's what I. I and especially, and not only just black females, but females in general. I just want, to, and I hate to use that word empowering because that's so cliche. But I just want females to know that you have a choice. There is power in your vagina, honey. You choose who you give it to. You choose what you accept. You choose what you won't accept. Like, we don't have to take this just to be all desperate, just to have a man or a situation or whatever. Be you. Love you. Take care of you. That's it, and everything else will fall into place. Love God. Everything else will fall into place. But running around putting up with all this mess and all this madness just because this is what you feel you're supposed to do as a woman, I know that I know I ain't having it no more, but that's just me, and that's just my message. And some people appreciate it, and some people don't. And, again, send me an email. If you don't, I don't give a shit. (laughs) Badassbeauty2012 at Gmail. Don't care. (laughs) But if you're feeling it, send me an email, too. I love you. Thank you. (laughs) Yay. 
<laughs> but I'm just telling y'all well. what I've been through. That's what my music is saying, and that's what that's what me and my girls are up there on stage, hair tossing, booty shaking. But it's strength, it's empowerment, it's music, it's it's talent, it's real stuff. This is my struggle, and this is how I got through my struggle. If you can take something from it, I hope you do. And if you can twist anything else out of it, go ahead, because anything you can interpret it, anything that we write or anything that you see us do or hear about us, because there's, there's a lot, <laughs> you know, interpret it as you will and, and take it as you will. But just as long as you're taking something from it, good, bad, or indifferent, then I'm happy with that. You you guys need to have a reality show or just a show <laughs> in general because you're so interesting to me because like I feel like now I finally have and I you know people will be like oh this is cliche so you can email me at curvymail at gmail dot com no <laughs> um, but I feel like okay finally I've met someone who like I feel like gets it and it's yeah. so. It's so refreshing to um to have someone like you out there, you know, doing this. And and of course, what advice would you give to to anybody who who wants to do this? Because like I always tell people, it's one thing to be quote-unquote talented, and it's another thing to know how to network, to know how how to have a web page, to know how to work with the right kinds of people because many times when people first start they end up working with the wrong type of people and then they kind of oh, have yeah. to retract and other people are blessed where they just were you know people like Justin Bieber for example being <laughs> being yeah. online at the right time and Usher hey, saw that no offense to the Biebs hey he made yeah. it happen I you know I can't talk about the Biebs go ahead boo yes you know. yes Exactly. What like what advice would you give in regards to you know with what you've been through and and you are just you know continuing with with the the ladder of success because I mean you you've done things that many of us have not done or have the balls to do. Oh wow! Thank you, thank you, thank you. Ooh, that was that was deep. Thank you. Um, I Jesus Lord have mercy. The only thing that I can really say is that. First of all, if you're just doing this because you got stars in your eyes and you starstruck and I just want to be a star and I just want to be famous, get out now because this ain't for you. This will eat you up. This business will eat you alive, period, end of story, no matter how good your camp is, no matter what you, know, what you have in place. And don't get it twisted. We're still struggling. You know what I mean? I mean, we have found some wonderful people. Let me also, too, I haven't had a chance to shout out Justin, Artist Reach, Chrissy, Michael, um, they came into our lives at a just at a pivotal, pivotal, pivotal moment because we had no idea when we launched this how we were going to go about it. We just we had no idea because it was so different because it was so different. But because also we had been in the game as individuals for so long, when we came together, you know everybody named Mama comes and approaches you with some shit about they know somebody, they know this, they can do this, they got this, I got, you know, but you kind of, it's, it's, it's all about having a spirit of discernment, you know, to pray for a spirit of discernment, to know, first of all, if something seems too good to be true, it is too good to be true. If somebody coming at you telling you that they're going to put you on a world tour with Beyonce, <laughs> but all you got to do is come out your pocket with $5,000, you know what I mean? Right, I mean, come on. I mean, <laughs> that, <laughs> just that kind of stuff right there. And number two, right now, now I'm at the point, too, where I can be like, look, 
Don't talk about it. Just do it. Show me. You say this is what you're about. Okay, show me. And if I, I'm, I don't have time to wait around for you because I'm going to still keep on my track. But I'm not going to run around begging nobody for nothing. I'm not going to run around, you know, on no casting couch for nobody. I'm not going to run around, you know, begging and pleading and this and that. Like, this is what we have to offer. You either like it or you don't. You either want to do something with it or you don't. And if you don't, there's somebody else will. If we have to wait another 10 years before we get our, our Best New Artist Grammy, then we'll wait another 10 years. It's in the Lord's timing, not ours. But we're in that point where we're comfortable with ourselves to be in that place, to be okay with that. A lot of people aren't, and especially these real young. Now, I'm not saying I'm not young now, Diane. I'm not young. Hey, you look, these hey, you look good. You represent the thick girl, so much Hey, <laughs> and you know this, and that's another thing. Don't be running around here thinking you a size two and cute. No, honey, don't nobody want a bone <laughs> but a dog. And even the dog wants some meat on it, honey. So, you know, it's about a love fest. You know this. You know this. You know, but a lot of the, the – and that's why this industry – kind of preys on the, the young, young girls, too, because they don't have that sense of themselves yet. They, they don't have that, that, again, that spirit of discernment. All they just, all, they're just starstruck, you know, and they just look on, on television and say, okay, I want that, I want to be that, or I want that, and some disgusting slime ball comes up to them and says, hey, I can, you know, give you all that, just A, get on your knees, or B, give me some money, or, you know, do this, and just don't or go do for both. that. <laughs> Hello? Hello, hello. So all I'm just saying, and also people like to try to misinterpret me and my music as well as man bashing and man hating, and that's not it at all. I love men. Ooh, Lord knows I love men. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I do, I do, I do. But it's about putting yourself to a higher standard. It's about knowing your own worth knowing what you will accept, what you won't accept. And that right there, you take that advice into the business, you're halfway there. That's half the battle right there because that will help you weed out all the bullshit, pretty much half the bullshit right there. Now, you're still going to get stuck. You're still going to go through some stuff, but it's just going to be it's, – it's a rough journey. You have to hang in there. If this is what you really, really want to do, you live, you breathe, you eat this, this is in your heart, your mind, your body, your spirit, your soul, you have no other choice but to keep going forward, and God will bring to you and put the people in place that needs to be in your camp because that's exactly what's happening for us. I mean, I'm I totally a living testimony. Agree. That's exactly what's happening for us. So just hang in there, y'all. And, again, we ain't there yet. We still climbing. But it's, it's, it's just hang in there. Hang in there and don't, don't quit. Don't stop, don't stop, don't stop. And as my father used to say, don't take no wooden nickels. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, have, I have to have, you know, actually, I will have you as a co-host next time um, because <laughs> I love awesome. – you i live for you because like it's so refreshing like i will have you definitely back on how can people get in touch with you of course besides the email <laughs> and um you know want to come yeah. to your shows all of that because you have oh, to come to wisconsin that that's oh my god down. wait wait it, it oh happen. my god wait wait hold on i have i have holy wait oh wait oh my god oh. i'm so sorry i'm so sorry wait badass i'm so sorry badass is just busted in the room what what, what's doing? going on? What are you doing? I'm doing a radio interview. What the fuck? Oh, shit. <laughs> Where's <laughs> Finn? Radio interview? Oh, man. Hello. Bar and I am so sorry about I just... Oh, oh God. Oh, <laughs> so, 
But I, dude, I told you that, I told you that I had this, are you serious right now? Also, my badass apparently has just my my ha- other half of my altered states bitches has just completely like bursted in the room. She's been she's a little on the inebriated side. It was a good night, and apparently it's been a oh my god. Wait. Oh my god. Oh, it's it's real in these streets, honey. This yeah, is it, it's real. No, but but definitely we'll we'll have to have everybody on because it would be a blast. Um, and how can and people get in touch with you? Well, you, for Reverb Nation, um, so just you can go to our Reverb Nation page. You can go to follow us on Twitter, Badass Beauty One. Follow us on Instagram, Badass Beauty Twenty Twelve, and our website, BadassBeauty.net. We're all over the place. Just Google us, and we're in there. We're, wait, hold on. What? Where's Beauty? I don't know. She was, I, <laughs> she was supposed to call me last night and after the gig, and I, who knows? Oh, didn't she go to Cali? All right. Dude. So, oh, okay. So my other altered state bitch, Beauty, wherever she is. So she just hopped on a plane somewhere, and she, one of her suitors got her a spa day. Isn't that cute? Ooh. One that of her suitors cool. got her a spa day, and she has hopped on a plane somewhere. So I haven't heard from her either, but now <laughs> badass comes busted in the room. This is so – you are going to get so many phone calls on this. Like, what the hell was that? I'm sure I will, I will get a lot of comments. But, no, that's – I feel and like I, that's my, – I mean, I don't – I can't say I apologize. I do apologize. <laughs> like, but I don't – I mean, like, I don't I, – Okay, wait, I just want Badass to say hello to the, the Curvy Metal Show. Hey, what's up? Thank you for hey, having us on. on your show. It's it's great. Thank you so much. Isn't she awesome? Absolutely. We love her. I love Alpha. her. Me too. I love you guys and what you do. You know, I, I, I definitely, all you ladies need to come, everybody needs to come on next time when I have you guys on. Well, you know, the beauty just... It's hard for us to pin her down. She's always got something going on, but we will make it happen next time, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, and I Oh, this is... No, go ahead. When are we coming to Chicago? When we go on tour, man. We got to get the tour dates out there. But we yeah we we've got to come out to Chicago and see you personally and take you out and and like like get you down badass style. (laughs) <laughs> that would be a blast. I would enjoy that. So that would be beyond a blast. Like, but you might need to disappear for a couple days because and have bail money ready. But Some like, stuff. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? So just be. So when we hit Chicago, you just really need to be paired because we're coming for you. All right, I will. Lakenta, thank you so much for coming on and, and tell everybody I said hi and and we will be keeping in touch. You're my new bestie now. Yeah, like Wendy Williams says, friend in our heads. Like, it is fabulous. It's anchored now. Like, we're here. And, again, I just want to give another shout-out to Justin, Artist Reach, Chrissy, Michael, and my beauty, wherever you are, somewhere in the sky, going to your spa (laughs) date, and my badass next to me somewhere, like, about to pass out. And thank you, you. too, so much for having us. And it's just, again, when we come to Chicago, we coming for you. So just have two days ready to go on a bender, and it's on. Oh, absolutely. I, I, will, be, I will be free during that time. <laughs> yes, it is on. 
right. Take it easy. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Yeah, you as well. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Of course, you just heard from LaKenta from Badass Beauty. Like I said, check them out on Twitter, BadassBeauty1, BadassBeauty.net. These girls are the real deal. Like, if you ever have a chance to see some of their video footage, see some of their shows, they are no joke. And her story is so compelling, so moving, and it's so refreshing to see women of color, as you can see, working together. Because so many times in the industry, and I've dealt with this personally, we like to work against each other. And even myself, I fully admit that, that there have been some times where I've had apprehension when it comes to working with my own people just due to some of the negative experiences that I've had in the past. But what I'm really trying to do now, especially with the Curvy Metalhead show, is to really show all sides of the cultural diaspora. This show is not show that's just only for you know black folks because what tends to happen is when you're a person of color and you have a show people automatically assume like what Lakenta um was mentioning earlier is they want to put you in this box and I refuse to have my program put in a box so many people have commented of course you can check out me on curvy metalhead show tv which is at youtube.com slash user slash belasian quita and you will see the carnage in below the comment section of how people are so critical to jump and describe my show as a show that's just, you know, catering to, you know, either black people or catering to the white devil as some people leave. And for me, I, I don't cater. I give perspective. And that is the difference between people who are intellectual and people who just go with the status quo. My show is not designed to go with status quo. And as you can see, bands like Badass Beauty I've had on here, shout outs to Dana from Dead in Five. Um, definitely, I have women who rock, and that's something that I will always support. I am not a misogynist because, once again, when you have women who rock, apparently some guys think that that's misogyny. If I was a misogynist, I would not have the male guest on my show or anybody. I don't care if you're gay, you're straight, whatever that may be, I try to make sure and do my best to give interviews like this. Because I would rather be a realist and tell you how this industry is so that you don't make the same mistakes that I have made professionally and unfortunately sometimes personally because one thing about the entertainment industry and media in general is you want to keep your personal life and you want to keep your your business life separate. And that is something... You know, that's important. So, of course, we have a listener in the uh, chat room here, the Eric Priest Show. And Eric Priest asks, are we able to play cover bands who are doing cover versions of famous songs? I am not too sure. I am not too sure. Um, one thing I would always say is, you know, make sure that you check, um, you know, before, um, you know, proceeding with something like that. But, hey, that's just how it goes sometimes. But, no, I, I really want to thank each and every one of you that listen to the show. I know it sounds cliche, but that's the honest truth, you know. I, I really, I think it's important. I love cover bands too, by the way, Eric. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, because there, there is a podcast that's called 
Uh, I forgot the name of it now, but they do play cover songs. So anytime you're you're doing, you know, a cover or something like that, um, the key thing that's always important is getting permission from the, you know, the band that played the cover. So that's just some of my advice to you, of course. Um, oh, okay. Uh, thanks. 20 rooms. Okay. <laughs> uh, you're the first one to answer me. Oh, well, you know what? I answer my audience, you know, um, one thing that's really important. This is just a little tip industry type tip. Um, from my personal experience is you always want to make sure if you're going to start any type of show, um, always make sure to check with, you know, the artist. That's the easiest way to get music for your program is to check with the artist. So, you know, some I've been blessed in the sense that my show has been growing where artists will reach out to me and contact me. Um, other times, there are some awesome places where you can get music to play for your show. So, for example, um, shout out to my girl, Ario. Um, there is an artist that I'm going to be playing from locally. Where, uh, shout out to well-known strangers representing southeastern Wisconsin. They're a really cool band. Um, this amazing cello infused rock. Um, and I actually found out about them through this uh, company and they're called Aerial Publicity. And all of their music is great because it's cleared and you can play it, which is awesome. And that's something that's really, really important. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like you were mentioning. Yeah. So you can contact the artist directly and just let them know. And every artist is going to be different. But hey, let's be honest here. Most artists want publicity. So, you know, you have a 50-50 chance they're definitely going to say yes. But if you want to just not have to go through all those hurdles, you can check out Aerial Publicity. Um, you can also check out um, what are called pod safe music or music that's cleared for broadcast as well, um, because that's always important um, to, to do. Um, but overall, if you want to get into this business, you want to do your own show, you want to do stuff like that, you always want to make sure. Because like for me, also shout out to the Indie Authority. Um, for those of you who don't know, I actually, all the episodes you're listening to are going to be replayed on the indieauthority.com the Kirby Melhead show comes on Wednesdays at noon um on the Indie Authority so you will be able to listen to this broadcast back of course um but yeah it, it's important i think i'm helping this gentleman here uh so he has one more question is there any way that i can test my audio before going live um they've checked everything okay so when it comes to audio See, and this is the thing I love about this show. It's just like all over the place. I love it. Uh, but when it comes to testing audio, you want to make sure all the audio files that you have, and this is a little bit of a tidbit when you're using Blog Talk Radio, is you won't be able to preview the sound until your show is live. And when it's live, it's live. Okay? Now, you can pre-record your episodes and then upload it to have it on your archive and then you can listen back like on iTunes and things like that, which is really cool. And if you have a website, you can take that feed um, from iTunes and put that on your website so then people can download um, the episode, which is really, really sweet. Um, but I think the first most important thing when you're starting a show before you start is you first you want to make sure, you know, you got the right type of music and the clearance and all that good stuff. Secondly, you want to make sure that you also test out your audio files. Now, 
You want to make sure you can use MP3. You can also use Wave on Blog Talk Radio. So that works out really well. But hey, Eric, the Eric Priest show, you should go listen um, go listen to them when that, you know, gets started or if it's already started. And thank you so much for taking that time to come on, man. I really appreciate it. Um, and if you want to come on the show, you want to talk about your show, please let me know. I have no problem with that. Oh, another question here. Any way to test out the audio? Now, if with a headset, and I know people are going to be like, what's going on today? Uh, but with a headset, you, if you're going to use a headset, I, I would recommend not using a headset just because when I started my show and I used a headset, the audio quality sucked. It sucked balls. It was horrible. Now, the only headset I would say you could try to see if it would be decent is the Razer Chroma headset. Now, this headset is $100, okay? So you can find it a little bit cheaper. I've seen them on eBay for around like 70 something dollars or so or 60 something around that price. But that's a pretty decent headset. Make sure you want to get a good audio tutorial because when you initially get this headset and you try to tweak it, it doesn't tweak out right, you know? So you got to tweak it just right to get that soft spot. This is a headset that I use for my other program where I cover more like intellectual and dev kind of geekery type stuff, um, which is SinTV, youtube.com slash user slash SINTV now. And there... Um, I actually do recorded gameplays. Um, right now, I'm currently playing Dungeon Fighter Online. And if you have a chance, if you're looking for a free way, because, you know, it's expensive to do this streaming gaming stuff, let me tell you. Um, and doing these type of shows, it, it, it costs some coin, okay? Um, so what I do is I use this Razer Chroma headset. I actually just got my windscreens um, because you do need a windscreen because it does have a recordable mic. Um, it retracts into the headset itself, but it sucks. So you got to make sure you put a windscreen on there and that helps with the piss and the biss. But if you are going to do your show on Blog Talk Radio, please make sure you have a good mic. So what I recommend, because I know many of us, when we start, we don't have good budget. I am currently recording right now, live, as we speak, with the USB snowball mic from Blue. Okay? Um, yeah, no problem, Eric. You're welcome to come back anytime. You can contact me at C-U-R-V-Y-M-E-T-A-L at gmail.com if you have any other questions. See, I'm not a selfish person at all. You know, I'm the type, I'll help anybody because I know how it's like not to be helped. And you go through all this crap, just try to get the show right. And I also another tip before you go, Eric, um, make sure that you get a good internet connection. Right now I'm running by a 15 by 3. Um, yes, you're going to pay a little bit more co you know, coin for that, but it, it's worth it. Because as you can hear, you can hear me clearly. Whereas in the past I was running a 10, a 10 meg by 2 and that really was horrible. You could hear skips and stuff. And you want to make sure you're using a wired connection. Um, if you are going to use wireless, you better make sure it's close to the router as possible. But I still would not recommend it. But if that's what you have, that's what you have. So, hey, let's get back into the music here. And I just love hearing from you and everything like that. So you're more than welcome. Come back in. Same time, like always, 5 o'clock central time. And, you know... I just appreciate everybody who listens to the show. I appreciate Badass Beauty. I appreciate 
all the people that have done the show. We have some heck of some bomb guests coming on. I'm not even going to spoil it for you because you're going to find out as I post and, and do that. I, I got some amazing guests. I have an author that um, has a really cool urban fantasy book out with a really unique concept. I also have, I just actually got an inquiry for an Australian filmmaker who has this awesome film um, that is called Stalk Her. And it's a, <laughs> it's kind of like Misery Meets Who is Afraid of Virginia Woolf. And if you have not seen either one of those films, you are not a film head. And yes, I am hating on you. It's a great, it's just an interesting concept of, of a film. So um, it's going to be coming out soon. Um, so I will hopefully have the chance to interview um, the creator of this film. Because I, I think it's a really interesting concept to have a woman that you, you know, He's like the guy pretty much I'll give a little premise. He was chasing after this woman and then she kind of caught him because <laughs> he has like this stalker type of obsession, like obsession. Uh, one thing you'll know about me is I am huge into dark humor and all of that. And rat. OK, I got to make sure I put some play some rat because rat is a is an awesome band. I love rat. Um, they're really good. I'm really into 80s hair metal. I remember like I think it was in Green Bay. Uh, shout outs to Green Bay, Wisconsin folks because you guys have some pretty decent metal shows out there. They have a lot of cool like 80s hair metal tribute and it was pretty sweet. But let's get back into the music, shall we? Here was the guest of honor, my girl LaQuinta with her fabulous group Badass Beauty and here is Moves My Soul.
Presenting Southeast, Southeast, and of course, me and the Eric Priest show. We have been having some really interesting conversation. That's what I always love about doing this show is that you know I, I've grown and expanded so much. And and you know, like I always tell people, if you want to be a radio personality or if you want to be a DJ, it's not an easy thing. You know, it's a it's an up and down thing. You know. And and I will share many stories with you because the reason why I share it is because I, especially being a woman in this industry, it's not easy. And, and I always share it, you know, because I want people, both men and women, you know, young folks as well, because I think sometimes we forget that young people also are a part of the media industry. And I'm not talking about the kids on Ellen or some crap like that. But, you know, there there's so many different ages and so many different markets and so many different demographics. So I think that's something... Um, that's that's really important. And like I always say to you, you know, you rockers out there, I'm here for you. If there's anything that you need help on, if you want me to, you know, come on as a guest or, you know, I do co-host, you know, other things as well. Um, I have no problem with that because I know how it's like to be screwed over when you get like for me, um, you know, <laughs> 
I when I started, you know, I I was actually I actually went to school for communications. So, um, you know, many people. Uh, like I've mentioned this in many previous episodes, people thought my voice was atrocious. You know, I would never make it and everything like that. But sometimes in life, you have to make your own path and you have to do, you know, what what was right. You know, what you feel is right, because it's like, who cares what other people think? If I sat down and focused so much on what other people thought, I don't think I would be where I am today with this program, nor what, you know, what I do you know, besides this, I'm in grad school as well. And that's another thing you want to be in this industry as well. Something that's important, not only street smarts, but please be educated as well. And education doesn't necessarily mean a degree if you don't want to go that route, because I know everybody's got a different journey and everything. Um, But if you do have a, a degree and and you know what you're talking about, let me tell you, that helps you to progress a lot faster in this industry. And and do not do not think you're going to be paid millions of dollars, okay? You know, Ryan Seacrest, all these stories we hear, uh, that's, that's a once-in-a-lifetime, you know, type thing. But the reality is when you, you know, when you work in, in, in media in general, a lot of times you got to work for free. You know, the interviews that I have gotten, it has been a blessing. I mean, look, I talked to Badass Beauty today. You know, I've talked to Wes Cage. I have talked to, I mean, some amazing people, you know, and I'm not here to, you know, brag or or do anything like that. That's not in my nature. Uh, But yeah, shout outs to the Eric Priest show. It was really cool to have a conversation with him. And I learned a lot, you know, about the industry and, and more, which is always cool. So hopefully he comes back on sometime so we can talk and have some fun. But briefly, let's go through this alternative beatdown and then get back into some more jams like I always do. Okay. So I decided to be crazy as heck and enter this contest that's being hosted by It Cosmetics. And this is round one. Um, So pretty much what this is is a contest to be the it girl which is really cool and we need an it girl with curves so please make sure that you vote for me okay so i will be posting up the video very soon um you can also check out the look that i've the final look that i've completed by using the hashtag um vote it girl and also check out it cosmetics i mean they have they're a higher end brand but what's really cool is that you know, you can use whatever makeup you want. And I'm going to really be sharing with you what is my most beautiful me and what beauty means to me, which I think is really important. So definitely check me out on that. And then, of course, you heard, oh, man, great band, great, great, great band. I love them. Uh, Winter Calling with the Stan. And also, and if you really want some real good, just just some really good rock, you know, good rock, and they're they're just a really good band, Winter Calling. So definitely check them out. Um, the other band you heard from too was uh, Gyrie with I Release, and they're they're phenomenal. If you want some good progressive metal coming out of New York, this is the band you want to check out. And then you also heard their single called Yeah I Release. It's it's absolutely fantastic so i wanted to briefly share with you uh just what's going on you know this alternative beat down that's what i do that's what i do okay now i'm sounding like joe pesci <laughs> but i digress pure chronicles everybody's been talking about this game i gotta get my hands on this bad boy it is it has anime shell graphics we have not seen a game in the mmorpg world this in depth 
And then the other competitor is Blade and Soul. And I cannot wait because that game is going to be released to North American shores coming up this winter. Hopefully the beta could come out sooner. And maybe I got, because I actually got chosen for the Echo of Souls beta. But because my computer was acting up, I didn't have a chance to actually do some gameplay of it, which is really cool. But Pure Chronicles, it's pretty much like you got Pokemon, which, you know, the shell, the anime shell shade, anime style. I know I said anime like 10 times, but it's the truth. It is is fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. So I cannot wait to get my hands on that bad boy. And then I also did spend some time thinking about women in gaming. And all I have to say in regards to that is this. Like, to the misogynistic guys out there, and I'm not saying every guy is misogynistic, please have, like, many, many seats. Because, number one, women are not going anywhere. There are girls that game. And you know what's really funny? Some of these guys that want to be all massage about it they actually find it sexy. And there are many guys, I've gone to a couple gaming type of like geekery type of conventions. I've gone to Anime Milwaukee, which is an awesome local um, anime con. Maybe eventually when they when they come up again, I would love to do a live Curvy Melhead show from Anime Milwaukee. I'll probably talk to them to see if I could do that. It'd be pretty sweet. Um, but they do like women that game. And, and there are many guys that like their ball sacks hit the floor when they find out that I am a techie type person. Now, to be a techie, you don't have to know every single terminology of every single thing. And that's what irritates me about some guys in technology is like they expect us to know, you know, oh, well, this motherboard and this graphics card. <laughs> like, come on, seriously, really? You, you don't have to do that, okay? This is also coming... From AsianPopNews.com, Kevin Tsai speaks out on coming out of the closet, We Are Not Monsters. Taiwanese host Kevin Tsai came out of the closet in 2001 when he was interrogated by writer Lee Ao on his sexual orientation. Although he has not, although he has come out for 14 years, Kevin said that he usually would not advise gay celebrities to come out. At a Chinese talk show, you can, it's like b <laughs> Kevin shared that there were many gay celebrities who sought his advice on coming out of the closet. These stars did not know me well, but would secretly text me messages through their friends. There was one, there was one, a celebrity who wanted to come out 10 minutes later and ask me for advice. Kevin choked and broke down in tears when he was speaking on his lonely journey. I really hope more people would more people to join me and not when discussing on this topic. I am the only living example. We want to show dads and moms that you won't die if you come out of the closet and not everyone who comes out will be forced into a dark corner and has no road to go. First off, shout out to Kevin Zai, hopefully I'm saying his name right, for having the balls as an Asian gay man. Like, that is a mind trip, you know? Because in certain aspects, and this is just from my perspective of the Asian um, community, Asian American community, there is still a little bit of apprehension when it comes to sexual orientation. And if you are LGBT, you have to, you know, pretty much keep that... Um, in the closet. I've had friends who are Asian who are, you know, they do identify as LGBT, but they can't tell their family because if they did, they would be disowned or kicked out. 
So I really commend Kevin for doing that because it does take balls to really come out and say, you know, hey, I'm gay because we still live in a society that's very homophobic, especially here in America. As, as things are changing slowly because everybody's like, oh, well, there's Ellen. Well, Ellen is a white lesbian, okay? When you're a queer of color, it's a little bit of a different experience. Just like how everyone's talking about, you know, Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner, once again, is a white transgendered woman who is Republican, by the way. So it's a completely different experience, seriously. So, um, you know, as as a straight woman who is, you know, talking about LGBT issues now, and it's become something that's very prevalent as well in my discipline, which is student affairs, you know, whether you personally don't agree with the lifestyle or not, uh, people are going to live you know, what they believe is right for them. And I'm not going to sit here and discriminate against somebody. I will work with someone that's gay. I will work with someone who is heterosexual, whatever. I don't care. As long as, long as to me, you stand by your convictions and you're not just being a lifestyle gay person, because I will do an episode on that someday eventually, because I just think that's kind of hypocrisy to the LGBT community. And, you know, I have many LGBT uh, listeners and people um, who who support this program. So, Kevin, that took a lot of balls to do that, especially on Asian TV. Um, you know, the Asian community still has a long way to go with that. Another feature band that you want to check out, too, is Rebel House Radio. They're really cool. Um, One More Day is out on iTunes. So make sure you check out that, sing- that single. And nothing just brings more joy to me than sexy white chocolate daddies let me tell you and then i also mentioned stalk her um i'm gonna try to get the producer of this film on uh, because this was actually sent to me to check out and i will play some music from the soundtrack as well if i'm able to which would be pretty pretty cool another band you should check out too because this is a trend that's been going on in indie pop is is this kind of chamber pop and melancholy sadness in mu- in the music itself. Now, yeah, India's had some sad and some kind of emo level type music, but what I love about Lost and Profound is that their their sound is it's not mellow. It's it's just a really nice, warm, kind of refined sound. So if you have a chance, check them out. Uh, shout outs to my Canadians out there, eh, and maple syrup. No, <laughs> uh, check them out at lostandprofound.ca. Great band. I don't think people give Canadian music the credit that that they deserve. Uh, shout outs also to Colin Mockery, amazing com- Canadian comedian Ryan Styles too. Love, love whose line, really, really do. Now, I thought this was interesting. Let's transition on to the world of heavy metal. This is coming from blabbermouth.net. Mastodon's Brent Hines, I effing hate heavy metal. In the August 2015 issue of Guitar Player Magazine, Mastodon's Brent Hines offered his thoughts on his band being lumped in with all of the other, and I quote, heavy metal groups. And this is him. I never really liked heavy metal in the first place, he said. I came from Alabama playing country music, surf rock, rockabilly, and stuff like that. I just went through a phase in my 20s when I thought it was rebellious to play heavy metal. And then I met Bran, which is his drummer in Mastodon, and Bill, and they were really into heavy metal. And ever since then, I've been trying to get Mastodon to not be such a heavy metal band because I effing hate heavy metal, and I don't want to be a heavy metal band. So... I know. Let that resonate, okay? First off, 
to this man with his like crazy beard of destruction here. Brent, I got to tell you this straight up. First off, how can you hate heavy metal? And regardless, okay, that you don't want your band to be associated with heavy metal. If you have a heavy sound, you're, I, I hate to say, but it's the truth. You're going to probably be lumped into rock or heavy metal. I don't think there's anything wrong with being lumped into that. But here's the first thing. You don't want your band to be labeled heavy metal. Then don't play a heavy metal sound or don't play things that are characterized as heavy metal. Just saying, you know, but regardless, you shouldn't even care because people are going to categorize your music. Heck, the Curvy Metalhead show, people categorize my show as just being a rock and metal show. Yeah, my name of the show is the Curvy Metalhead show, but I explained that it's alternative sounds and multicultural opinions. And that means that I'm going outside of the scope of rock and heavy metal. And even then, look at bands like Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath got coined heavy metal because they had this roughness, this heaviness to their music. So I think anytime your band, and Mastodon does have a very heavy sound with their music, okay? So the fact that he says he effing hates heavy metal is a slap in the face, not only to his fans, but it's a slap in the face to the metal and rock community. And if you want to be a country band, then you go be a country band. Just saying. And let's see how the country community accepts you. Because let's be honest, country music is a very, very, very conservative of medium. There are very few country artists that would have the look that Brent Hines has and would be accepted on the male front. Like for women in country, you still, they're still stereotypes. Let's be honest here. I I just get irritated with people who are like, I don't want to be called this. Well, you know what? You're going to get labeled. Duh. All right, this is coming from abc.net.au. Heavy metal music combats emotions like depression, anger, this study finds. A study has shown listening to heavy metal for extreme kinds or extreme kinds of music helps purge emotions like anger and depression. Leah Sharman from University of Queensland School of Psychology and Researching the Impact of Music on Society. She said a study of 39 adults ages aged between, like I can talk today, right, Uh, between 18 and 34 found that they were inspired and calmer when listening to heavy metal. I was wondering how people use this music because people who listen to it would use it in a different emotional state. We found the music regulated sadness and enhanced positive emotions. When you're angry and you listen to something that's highly arousing, it's going to match your emotional state. So the article kind of goes on and how they talk about how heavy metal, for some people, it really gives them this good feeling. I would rather have, if I decide to have children, I'd rather have my kids listen to heavy metal than go out and kill somebody. Just saying, you know, I would rather have them because most of the time uh, when people are super, super aggressive, that's because they don't have an outlet or some people are crazy. Okay, let's be honest. Yeah, there are some people that are just crazy aggressive. But overall, there are still a good majority of people out there where if you have pent up aggression and you don't you need an outlet to get that out. And that's the reason why for me personally, I love heavy metal, because there are times where if I'm pissed off, you know, instead of me eating my brains out or doing something a little bit more counterintuitive, I just, 
you get a good record on that's a good heavy metal, you know, or you listen to like for example Slipknot, you know, I and speaking of that, I got to listen to that new Slipknot record cuz I heard it's pretty bomb. But I'm really glad that finally heavy metal is starting to be taken as an academic discipline. People like Lena Dawes, which I know I mention her all the time, but she's one of the very few women of color out here who has the balls to study heavy metal and also talk about women of color in metal. So shout outs to her for doing that. Even when so many people, you know, criticized her book saying it was one-sided, those people are People are such D-bags, I tell ya. I really tell ya. And speaking of people who just need to stop, Gene Simmons, yes, rock is truly dead. Kiss bassist and vocalist Gene Simmons has once again defended his controversial rock is dead comment, blaming technology and and fans of the current state of affairs. This is what Simmons said to Esquire magazine. In a conducted, in an interview conducted by his son Nick, that rock did not die of old age it was murdered some brilliance somewhere was going to be expressed and now it won't because it's that much harder to earn a living playing and writing songs no one will pay you for it okay so he goes on to talk about file sharing and all this other stuff and how record labels you know the record label support for rock music was not there when kiss was coming up and he says rock is finally dead it's finally dead So here's my thing. If Rock was finally dead, then Kiss would not exist. Then none of these other bands out here, you know, even some of the 80s bands, you know, like Whitesnake and, you know, Rat and stuff like that. Even when Kiss went through their transition of like not being in paint and, you know, kind of looking like they were the cast from Miami Vice or something. (laughs) um, Rock is going to always be around. The problem is you have this older generation that wants Rock to be rock they want it to be the you know the old school traditional format but like with any musical medium you have it has to change it has to mold it has to develop now I do agree with him when he mentions that you know it's harder to make a living with rock because rock has become a niche now now if people have left had let rock just be rock then there would be so much more diversity and there'd be more of a market. But then once record labels knew that they could capitalize off of it and turned it into a musical system, that's when rock and metal, and we especially saw this during the 80s and and 90s and heck, even early 2000s, you know, you had 80s and 90s, you know, and even in the 70s too, you had that formation of, you know, arena rock. And once arena, once rock and metal became commercial, to me personally, that's when rock started having, and metal started having that problem, is because metal and rock has always been, from what my audience constantly beats me over the head with on the Kirby Metal Show TV program um, on YouTube, is that it, it it's a voice of rebellion. And I think when he's talking about file sharing and stuff like that, I get it. You know, artists, you know, they need to be, you know, paid for the work that they do. But at the same time, sometimes, and this is just the state of rock, you need to put out free singles to get people interested in your stuff. And guess what? Metalheads are loyal. And when they like something, they're going to buy it. Okay. Now, are there going to be some metalheads that would prefer a free single to test the waters out? Absolutely, because who wants to buy an album? Like, for example, as much as I love Judas Priest, Redeemer of Souls, you know, if I did not hear, you know, a preview that was sent 
you know, by Judas Priest, you know, for the blogs to listen to, I probably would have not been interested in it. So bands like Judas Priest and Iron Maiden to get it, all these bands that come out with like a preview stream, like for example, on puregrainaudio.com, it's great because it gives you a chance to actually listen to the music. Just saying. So, I mean, Gene Simmons, I get it, but don't sit here and say rock is dead because you're still relevant. If rock was dead, no one would care what you had to say. Just saying. And speaking of, like, ridiculousness, Shenmue creator, this guy is insane. Yu Suzuki, he wants $10 million for a full, full development of Shenmue 3. And he wants to continue the chapters uh, of the story, you know, because, of course, I forgot the name of the book, but there's, like, around maybe, like, 11 chapters, and he wants to do it. But Shenmue 3 was cool. It was actually announced during E3, and it will launch on the the PS4, uh, PlayStation 4, and PC, which I, I think is great. Because I think sometimes people really forget the PC gamers. Like, everybody's so, like, jerking off and fixated on consoles and stupid console wars. We all know who won. Sorry, Microsoft, but come on. Sony really blew it out of the water here. I mean, although you know, Xbox, you know, games like, you know, Destiny and 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 stuff like that. People, you know, always kind of lean towards first person shooters on, you know, on Xbox. Not everybody's into first person shooters, and that's the reason why I've always kind of admired the PS4. Don't get me wrong, I will get an Xbox One. I will get a PS4 to do the compare and contrast, and I've always been a multi uh platform type gamer. I've always enjoyed PC gaming. I actually just got back into it. But at the end of the day, you know, $10 million is kind of ridiculous for a Kickstarter, especially for a game that has been delayed so many times. Now, for $5 million, you know, when $5 million is reached, then there will be a new gameplay feature that will be added. But then at $10 million, the game will become an open world, which would be kind of refreshing because I have played through Shenmue. I've also played through Shenmue 2 on the Xbox. And that's been something a lot of people have kind of criticized um, the series is that it, it, although it feels like an open world, you can only do certain things at certain times, which is kind of annoying. And that's why I like the game Yakuza. Shout out to the people who created Yakuza. If you have not played those games, <clears throat> excuse me, choked up today, right? Um, absolutely amazing gameplay. I just, you know, I just finished checking out Yakuza 1, going to get into Yakuza 2. And I think I have Yakuza 3, 2, and 4. Yeah, it, it's just a really ga- great game series. So I'm going to be following this story with a fine tooth comb. This story, once again, came from HardcoreGamer.com. Now, finally, before we get back into the jams here, three former RuPaul's Drag Race queens comment on the Queens of Season 7. I will have to say that Season 7 has been the most dramatic season, and I'm talking outside of the show. Some of these queens have been so rude and mean to each other. It is not necessary because at the end of the day, the drag community, they do need each other to keep this community thriving. It will die when people stop caring. And here's the thing. RuPaul's Drag Race is hot now. That doesn't mean it's going to be hot later. And once your popularity kind of dies off, no one's going to care. So you have to make sure, and I'm saying this to any performer, whether you do drag or not, please keep yourself current keep yourself relevant and also remember treat yourself like a business always be humble do not be a d-bag shout out to jasmine masters my home girl okay 
Jasmine Masters reached out to me on Twitter. She has a heart of gold. And for the people who are hating on her, um, please have several seats for that because she's a really nice, 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 nice nice queen. I've always enjoyed talking to her, you know, from time to time. Also, shout out to Laganja Estranja for following me as well. Any drag queen that has followed me, thank you. Um, Because I've always said that, you know, drag is a performance art, but drag is also a commentary on our culture. So if you ever have a chance, go to dragaholic.com. They always do a good job keeping up with the uh, news. So I thought this was great. I thought this was great. So they got Alaska, Alaska Thunderfuck. They got Milk and Stacey Lay Matthews, who always looks fab, representing the Thick Queens. So just briefly here, they went over like ones like Miss Kasha Davis, and I love Alaska's comments. She says, Miss Fame, Miss Kasha Davis, season seven seems to be the season of I'm letting you know what my marital status is because it's right in my drag day. <laughs> So if you have a chance, check it out because it's really interesting what they say about the cast members. And congratulations to Violet Chotsky for winning. Personally, for me, I wanted Ginger Minch to win um, because I just feel the big queens have not won yet. And I feel that they have been cheated. And Ginger Minch, to me, was a very top contender from the get-go, had solid performance, you know. And Michelle Visage did not may not like the spray paint, you know, as she did with her hair, but she was always on point. And for a big queen, you you have to work three times as hard, I personally feel. Because if you have a pretty face or if, you know, you're Violet Chosky and you have some weird, unique talents and stuff like that, um, it's kind of a little bit more easier. But when you're a big girl and you have unique talent, you got to have extra talent because people are already kind of like bringing you down for being big. So, yeah, definitely check this out. It, it was a pretty interesting article. Very interesting indeed. So let, I'm going to do a really quick brief food for thought here. Oh, my gosh. Badass Beauty. They were fantastic. And I have to say that I love La Quinta. Her attitude for her, like what she's been through. And she always put, you know, faith first. And as a Christian myself, you know, when you put faith first, it opens up so many doors and so many good things will happen when you have faith, you know, when you have faith, when you pray, you know, and I know so many of you may not be religious as well, but just having a role model, having faith, having a perseverance when so many people, especially if you're trying to do this entertainment thing, So many people want to put you down. Don't let them put you down. Keep going. Keep pushing. Always believe in yourself. Always be humble because when you're nice to people, it opens up doors as well. And it's not always what you know. It's who you know as well. Please surround yourself with the right type of people. In this rock and metal industry, there's drugs, tons of sex sometimes, and you don't have to follow that. There are many rock stars and many people that I know who are straight edge and they keep it going and they have they they take good care of themselves and that pays off in the long run. It does. So you can follow me on Twitter at Curvy Metal, C-U-R-T-V-Y-M-E-T-A-L. You can also use that as my email as well at gmail.com. Check me out, user slash Blazionquita, youtube.com for the Curvy Metalhead Show video program. I'm actually doing a, a haul. I've been doing a lot of beauty haul stuff as well. And remember to stay classy and don't be trashy. I got my girl here. This She is an amazing artist. So let's keep on walking here with CC Pensington with Keep On Walking.